This is a journey to the intersection of culture and commerce from the Black perspective, where we talk about business, entertainment, relationships, religion, and how our Blackness is depicted and eventually monetized. This is The Business of Black. Business of Black. This is Stokely, Black Republic. And today we have... Cole Parker with Divas and Defense. First of all, you say Black Republican. I just messing with you. Go ahead, man. I just messing with you, man. Everybody, everybody do that. Just messing with you. Ain't nothing wrong with that, right? You know, no, no, no. Nothing wrong. You know what? There, it's not. But Republican is like a bad word right now. That's in the black community. Well, you know, we make we make it bad. Not just in the black community. More than just the black community. Trust me, it's it's a lot of. I'm not a black Republican, but you know, I I believe in in a choice. Right, right. I mean, the reason the reason why it's Black Republic is is because like I feel like we need to have our own um, nation in a way, so to say. Okay. Because there's there's a lot of instances where we just get uh, incorporated into what other people are doing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I got you. And and it's not you know like the old government or any shit like that so let me let me make that very clear (laughs) (laughs) we about to edit my phone now (laughs) now let me make that very clear okay but you know it's 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 okay i'm jamaican and i'm mercy gotcha right so that was racist huh nah nah (laughs) can black people be racist towards jamaicans no like (laughs) Our our motto is everything's gonna be all right. Everything's we ain't worried about that. Right. That's but, because uh, of the plants. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, we have a lot of pride about you know a lot of pride about our country. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And um, at times I feel like being in this country. There's times where I battle between man, do I, like I haven't even changed my passport. I, I'm still a Jamaican citizen. Really? I got a green card in my Jamaican passport. Cause like every time I think to go, it's like y'all still fucking with me. Like uh, you doing these usher confessions, you gonna be deported. You better, you better be right. Black Republican got my other passport. Right, right, right. So it's it's just one of those things where like I feel like if I can help usher in. Like some pride and unity. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna do your value. I'm I'm gonna try okay. as much as I can. So, so do you vote? And how? Well, I can't. Okay. I inf- I I try to influence as much as I possibly can. That'd, <laughs> be, I, that'd be the first place to start. Right, right, right. So um <laughs> trust trust me when I say that's like before 16, uh-huh. I had my paperwork and everything filled out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I got it too late. And then after I was like, nah, fuck it, I'm going home. Look like you've been six, you were 16 for a long time. <laughs> How long has it been since you've been 16? At least. No, 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 16. no. I'm, not talk, I'm, I'm talking about 2016. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Right? But gotcha. after that happened, I was like, yeah, I'm taking my butt home. I'm, right. I'm going to Jamaica. I'm I mean, home. you could do something. Can't you do something to obtain dual citizenship? Yeah, at least? yeah, yeah. That's, that's the next thing I'm going to do. And then looking that way into. you could vote. Yeah, that's so the next that thing way I'm looking you can, If you're going to be a voice, yeah. be a voice. Right. You know, and, and, and participate in the. I mean, that's your voice. Right. That's your only voice on a piece of paper. But I wow. promise you, you can yeah. sit on you can sit on all type of media platforms and preach and preach and talk and talk about certain things and how you uh, want to uh, incorporate change and 
and uh, change the mentality of culture. Mm-hmm. But the only way your voice counts right. is on a ballot. On a ballot box, yeah. I feel you. Towards the, tr- the true change. Right. But anyway, so. we get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> I already see how this is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to change the narrative. We were getting too uh, too cozy for a second. I got side eye. <laughs> when the side eyes come, you got to get out the way. All right, Cole. So, so give us a little background information on you before we really get no on the problem, way. brother. Um, the short version is the company's called Divas in Defense. Um, I've had multiple business adventures before that. Uh, this one kind of started like a give back. My, my younger brother and I started it. We grew up in a house where we witnessed domestic violence. Gotcha. And for those who don't know, I believe this will air in October. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month each and every year. Um, so now that we have wives and we have daughters, you know, it's kind of like, what can we do to prevent this? You know, what can we really do? So we started this company. My brother was like, a lady at church want me to teach self-defense. I'm like, all right, well, just hold on. Let me come up with something. And uh, we devised this whole element called Divas in Offense. And we just took off with it. We launched it by Coastal, both here and in Atlanta, as well as in Los Angeles. And um, over the years, it was growing at a very, very slow pace. Um in the beginning, we had a lot of opportunities. The first opportunity was we got to be a vendor for the Grammy gifting suite, which gave us exposure and a different idea mindset for the company. So right. my background is in marketing and I had never had a self-defense business. So I did a little bit of market research online and our website was dark, ugly, scary. That's what all the competitors <laughs> like right. hand on the face was like rape, incest, abuse. Right. It was like crazy. And then I went down to this Grammy gifting suite and we looked terrible, man. We had like, a six foot table with like a little plastic 99, but dollar store, what we got a 99 cent only store, what we got in LA, mm-hmm. but it's almost equivalent to like a dollar tree. Right. And this ugly pink vinyl thing. We got this little pink, ugly Walmart frame and we threw our logo in it and uh, put some pink boxing gloves with there, a little rubber gun and like some stuff we printed out. I mean, mm-hmm. we were like a few months old and women came by and they loved the pink glove. And they loved the gun. So the, the, the thing is cute. Right. So I went back, kind of changed the website, which is divasindefense.com, and changed the website. And in changing the website, it launched a whole different uh, catalyst for us to preach our word and and get out the element of safety through empowerment. Okay, that's dope. So, so, I mean, you mentioned that it was um, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. That it is. And we know that it's not just a monthly thing. Like, people deal with this on a daily basis. Uh, I would say one in three relationships. Right. Almost one in three. <sighs> That's, like, I really hate that statistic. You know what I'm saying? It's the truth. It's, it's crazy. I mean, I've never experienced that. You know, I've only seen maybe a few arguments here. And there. Yeah, you never you know had a woman hit you? Yeah, so, you, yeah. so you are also a survivor. <laughs> but mean, you know what? The funny thing is, like, men never look at it that way. Uh, well, statistics do. Statistics. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's still an abusive relationship. I mean, when you categorize it, it's it's unfair to separate it by gender. Right. It's right. unfair. Right. So when you have the element of abusive relationship, that means it's Two or more parties in a relationship, however right. the dynamic is. Right. And if someone is is getting abused physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, either one of those, it's an abusive relationship. Right, right, right. I got you. you know? I got you. So so as a man, why why does being an advocate against domestic violence resonate with you? Well, it, to be honest with you, I just, it's unnecessary. Right. 
You know, like we have this campaign called Love Me Pain Free. And that's really what I believe love should be. Love should be without pain. Now, do I believe in the cliche love hurts? Yes. Why? It hurts because you care. Right. If you didn't give a a, a, a damn about it, then you wouldn't it, it wouldn't bother you at all. Right. Realistically. Right. If 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 a person on the street called you you with your with your orange shirt, blah, 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 you'd be like, man, whatever. But if you come home and somebody be like, that you love, like your eye is messed up. You're gonna be like, my eye? Which right. one? You're gonna be in the mirror, like this, this eye? What's wrong with that? Because <laughs> right. you care, you care. So that amount of care is really what makes love painful outside of the obvious, which is the physical, mental, emotional, financial abuse. Gotcha. So, so you mentioned the Love Me Pain Free movement. So tell me about that. Well, it was just a way for a, a simple way for people to just just say how they prefer love. Mm-hmm. So I, I was reading around the time I was reading the, the five love languages, which if you've never read it, I suggest you do. There are a few books I think that, that men, especially black men should read in dealing with relationships. I'm going to go over those real quick. One is uh, the four agreements. Two, which should be number one is men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Cause we speak completely different, different languages. languages. Right. And the five love languages should just understand how, um, how that person receives and gives love. Okay. Right. So like there's, there's, there's somebody who might just believe in acts of service. Like you ain't got to buy me nothing. You ain't got to hold my hand. You ain't got to tell me you love me. You only tell me I'm beautiful. What I need from you is loyalty and Wash the dishes every once in a while. <laughs> well, a day you know I'm tired. Right. Like that resonates more than taking them on a shopping spree at uh at, at Bloomingdale's. Right. You know, like that. They like okay, it's fine, but it's clothes. Right. Unless they wear Bloomingdale clothes, it's not a big thing for them. But if her feet are hurt, and she's sitting on the couch, she's like, "Oh my God, my feet are." You take one foot and start rubbing it. You're gonna have a very exciting night. But <laughs> you're speaking the language. Ah. <laughs> so. Is it- like when did when did y'all start that love me pain free movement? Oh man, when did we start that? Maybe about five six years ago. Maybe uh, about six seven years ago. And, matter of fact, and what's the reception been? It's been great. We actually had a basketball game as a fundraiser out in Los Angeles. It was really really good. Uh, we had a, a junior varsity high school team uh, go against some celebrities in a basketball game. We all, all females. We all know who won. The JV girls embarrassed them. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, we need to go with the middle school team next time so they get a shot. But uh, in short, we raised some money for uh, various causes. One is uh, giving cell phone. We did a cell phone drive to give cell phones to um, domestic violence shelters. So if you do have old cell phones like most of us do in our drawers, Mm -hmm. uh, Verizon, not to give them an extra shout out, but they do a very good thing as far as a cell phone drive where you could donate that cell phone and they'll turn around and donate it to a domestic violence shelter as like a panic phone. Right. Because you can always call 911 from a phone that has service at least one day. Gotcha. gotcha. You know, so uh, the movement itself just have been growing organically. We have quite a few celebrities that join in on the movement, but we just want to get the message out there, man. Right. We so do it in October and usually April. Like small, like I saw y'all at the um, the homeschooling convention. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was there with Sky. Sky Walton. Absolutely. Yeah, she was a matter of fact, I think I took a picture. I'll show you. Okay. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to show me me, but I appreciate it. Right. right, right. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Cause I'm, I'm sitting here like, yo, I remember. I remember. And I'm going through my head. I'm okay. Like, oh, okay. That's so, um, you guys just celebrated, uh, uh, the day of the girl at the 
Uh, Center, Center of Civil, Civil and Human, Human Rights. Rights. You gotta say it slow. It's <laughs> tongue twist. I promise you. So, um, how did you impact the girls in that situation? How, and 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 even more, how did that impact you? Well, um, so fortunately for me, Sky Walton, who we mentioned earlier, she's our director of our uh, program for girls, which is called Girls Can Fight Too. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also a fifth degree black belt in Taekwondo, and she just has an uh, a unequivocal passion for teaching girls, empowering girls through Mm self-defense. So really uh, anything that deals with young girls, she pretty much takes the bull by the horns and runs. So I'm there more on a supportive system. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as I trust her because she has taught my daughters, Gotcha. you know, it's kind of hard to teach a daughter self-defense because you want to scream about little things. So it's always better to have a third party when a third party does your exact same system and makes it easy. Right. Uh, But it was very impactful, man. You know, it, it comes down to the point where, when you if, imagine taking one hour of someone's life and making them feel like they can conquer the world right. in one hour, like that's what your major uh, speakers like your Les Browns, what Oprah does. True. You know, what, what these powerful speakers do, they do that and, and they do it to a realm where you empower someone to change their lives. And every word that you said, they take into account. And that's what happens with Sky and the girls. And I love it every time. So it impacts me because I, my purpose and our mission is to reduce the amount of girls. I, change the numbers. Mm-hmm. That might be the new thing. Change well, the numbers. Change the numbers. Why? Because one in three, one in four, one in fives, one in eights. I'm tired of those dang old numbers. Right. right. I'm tired of hearing that one in four college age girls will be a Maybe victim of attempted or completed rape. Right. Right. What the hell? I got two daughters. I'm, I'm at a fit. I'm 50, 50. Right. I got two daughters. You saw, you see what I'm saying? Imagine I got friends with four or five daughters. The numbers show that one of them are going to be yeah, right. raped or at least a high attempt on rape. Right. We have to change the numbers. It's, 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 it's a systemic thing though. Like we, I, I think a lot of people experience that whole Kavanaugh, what do you call it, situation. Yeah, Brett Kavanaugh. And, and at the time, um, uh, the victim was, what, 15? Right. Or something like that? Right. At a party. You know what I mean? And a lot of our kids at that, well, I know, me at that age, I, you know, party all the time. Right, as, right. As much as you can. Right, at 15. You, I mean, you should only I mean, be partying so I much. Mean, I mean, with my church crew too. Okay, let's not confess. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to go usher on me today. <laughs> Just so, so we get past that. Right, right, right. Right. So <laughs> it's 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 one of those things where um, it's a part of society that I hate to say it. It's like baked in for whatever reason. You know what I mean? I mean? So is so is so is uh, black people being less equal citizens? Do you take that as as equally lightly? No, I don't take it lightly. That's I'll, how I'll, I feel I'll, about I'll, I'll, it. I'll right. take, I, I don't take it lightly at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and <sighs> I mean, systemically, that's part of the culture. Right, right. So it's like, why not fight all the fights? Right. You know, that's one thing I can't say in our culture. Like, I was having a discussion with a friend just, was it yesterday or day before? The day before yesterday, about how do I feel about the feminist culture comparing themselves to or aligning themselves with the, with civil and human rights, civil rights in general. And I had to explain to them that rights are rights. Right. It doesn't and matter it, if you're it, male, it doesn't female, matter. whatever. You know, and, and he's one of my more uh, 
power to the people, friends. Mm-hmm. And he made the statement that, but when it comes down to it, based on his opinion, very important that y'all understand that, based on his opinion, that only people ever win out of any of these fights are Caucasian women. That is his true down to life concept of how he feels. I, I, I can see that. Though. Okay. Because, I mean, when you think about it, you know, just not to cut you off. Yeah, I'm fine. Like the whole Me Too movement. Right. Right. When did it get a face? I understand. I say when they start going after high profile, high profile uh, people. But they when they go after <laughs> high profile people. Right. I would say that. But but you, the, this, like this a lot of podcasts, you know, get me. Right. <laughs> but a lot a lot of people didn't know who the original Face of it was right. You know what I mean, right, it, right. It, but, she, but she's gotten some great exposure because of it, right? She did. Okay, she and, still does. And like even in Hollywood, right? Okay. When um, and I'm forgetting names right now, but old girl that was uh T'Challa's love interest was talking about it. Uh, Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the model. Lapita, 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 yes. Right? Um, you know, she's experienced that that stuff too. But Absolutely. But again, it's one of those things where, they, yes, we get the exposure, but it doesn't become a real thing until somebody else takes it up. Okay. Unfortunately. Well, I would say this also. So such is my opinion. Okay, which is fine. <laughs> but, so, but I would like to combat that a little bit. And mm-hmm. just for, not so much to be argumentative, mm-hmm. but just to have more of a... a, a Open, unbiased dialogue. dialogue. Okay. When the thing happened with Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. you know what the men in our community were saying? Yeah, they was defending him. To the very end. Right. He was convicted. You know what they still did? They still defending him. He got time. You right. know what they still did? What? <laughs> Tell <laughs> they me. still defending him. Right. He's locked up now. You know what they right. still doing? They defending still defending him. him. Right. So it comes to a point where... How can we gain momentum against a cause when we're always in defense of self mode just because of who they are? Right. I mean, it's a tribal thing. Well, not really, because it happened with Kavanaugh. Yeah, it happened with Kavanaugh. <laughs> but see, the difference is, it, I mean, really, I mean, Trump supporters were firmly behind the fact that Ford, Dr. Ford was a complete and utter liar. Right. She was getting on stands making these accusations just to demean this man's moral character so that he would not be uh, uh, appointed to the Supreme Court. Right. That is their mentality. Okay. But I look at the numbers. The numbers say that it's a great chance that she was telling the complete truth. Now, because it was 40 or whatever years ago, I don't remember her age, but I know it had to be quite a while. Right. Um, there are details that you are going to forget, forget. no matter how the level of trauma. I mean, and, and, and that's her background. I mean, she, she, she was like a lot of people saying she was the, the, the perfect witness really. Cause she's, she's a subject matter expert and the victim at the same time. Right. But in, in, in that situation, I can completely understand why she might forget, but most people who go tr- through traumatic situations, they 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 tend to block out as they much of the pain as that possible, you know, and, and and try to forget so that they can try and lead a normal life. Right. Right. But back to what you were saying, as far as as Bill and everybody defending, like 
Yes, I think a lot. I wasn't defending him. Okay. I'm, right. I'm not saying I, you I, say. I was defending Cliff Hustable. What? What that? Like, but that character, is a character. Right. It's a character. So, so you, you you're you're defending a fictional character. That's while, what I was defending. While I, real life people are suffering. Right. No. 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 And, <laughs> No, but what I'm saying is, all right, as far as as far as that situation, I'm what I'm saying is <laughs> No, I know, I know. <laughs> what I'm saying is, um Cliff Huxtable. The character. The character. It's very important we stay. Right, right, no, no, no. Yeah. And, and, and and that's why I made that statement. Right. Cliff Huxtable, the character, okay. right, had a positive impact on a lot of just the black household on a whole. Definitely right? young black men, because a lot of us weren't raised with the father. Right. Uh, Bill Cosby um, was a comedian. Was a comedian and a party animal, right? And and just like with anything in Hollywood, you have to separate the two. You know what I mean? Because the the person, um, what's his name? Oh, not it's not Clooney. The dude from um, Unusual, the Usual Suspects. Kevin Spacey, love him in the movies. Okay, right. But I've always known he was a jerk in real life. Okay, <laughs> okay, I got you. You know what well, I'm I mean? Saying? A lot of those people are right. Like a lot of pro athletes are very. They, they call them arrogant, mm-hmm. but they just have unwavering confidence. Right. But there's you know. there's a difference between confidence and being a complete asshole. I mean, it is. But sometimes if you can't communicate, right, uh, or if you're not willing to alter your communication for your audience, uh, then like there are people who don't think he's an asshole who think that that's just the way he talks right? and they've grown used to it and they know him and they may even speak that language. Right. But when you don't speak the language at all and that person that willing to bend for the, for, for the communication, then and only then is where the asshole kicks in. <laughs> okay. Cause I've been accused of being a little uh, straightforward in my delivery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I would say I've been called an asshole before. What do you think? Yeah, before uh, she said, "I just called you one 20 minutes ago." Right. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, with having that being said, you know, I, I but I also take the time to communicate with others, and right. that was a a, a a taught lesson to go back to business that entrepreneurship helped me cultivate. Right. Because I had to. If I want to eat, I have to speak the language of my client. Right. And and that did help out a lot with communication outside that book. The men are from Mars, one from Venus. Right. Oh, that was everything. Got you, got you. So you have you have daughters. That is correct. 18 and 8. Hey, man, that's a yeah. big Yeah, I love the guy. oldest one. Uh, we're not the best of fans. <laughs> she's a teenager, man. She's been a teenager for a time, and she's a girl. But my 8-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. she'll come and tear everybody up in here. She, this whole building's coming down for her daddy. It's not going to even be a question. Now, I have boys, too. Okay. And I wanted a girl so I could call it quits. But, okay. you know, I have boys. So how, how do you inform boys to read, you know, to, 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 to be more, to understand what the domestic, because, okay. you know, when, when we rare boys, we rare to be. Mentally, fearless, right, mod, tough. You know, all that It's stuff. called toxic masculinity. Right. Is what we do to our boys. Right. So go go okay. more into detail on that for <laughs> So toxic masculinity pretty much um, is a term I just learned this year. And I realized I've been suffering from it my whole life. You know, like, so to give an idea, um, all my dudes joke me. 
So, so like the running joke is, Cole, if Cole eats a hot dog, he eats it from the middle. Like I literally all my life break a banana and eat it. Mm-hmm. I don't do popsicles, blow like the little. I don't do blow pops and I twirl it in my mouth. I don't do any like fresh and gum, fresh and gum that shoot in my mouth. I'm vi- like I just started using stem glasses in the last two three years. To be honest with you, gotcha. So my toxic masculinity was anything that remotely looked, smelled, or tasted feminine. I was good. I'm good. Hence, hence the thing with the lotion earlier. Correct. <laughs> For those who don't know, so I had ashy elbows, right? And Clarissa, who's amazing as our publicist and so much more as a friend, she said, your elbows are ashy. Here goes some lotion. Now, because of my trust in Clarissa, I stuck on my hand to get it. And then I looked at the bottom and realized it was yellow and said, wait a minute. I froze. You saw me? I froze. Like, what is this? What is the scent? Because I refuse to smell like flowers. Right. Like, I'm the dude, like, in, in high school, excuse me, in college, if I did have a friend who I went and stayed over at the house, and the next morning I had to, I wanted to take a shower and go home or whatever, if she only had Victoria's Secrets, I would use Comet. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm dead serious. I would poison my skin instead of smelling like Love Spell. I'm so, dead serious. So I still how, suffer from the parts of it. So how did you manage to become so delicate in dealing with? It's difficult. <laughs> still, it's a challenge. But I told you, I just found out this year uh-huh. I have toxic masculinity. So right. everything I just said right. pretty much cultivates the mentality of toxic masculinity. <laughs> like you ain't gonna be no dude. Just like I can't go to my homeboy. Like how you doing? Sad. Sad. You know what? Let's get a drink. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about this. <laughs> right, right, right. But, but that is really what we need to mm-hmm. change. So how do we pre- prevent that kind of behavior? Like, w- what are the steps that we need to take? Okay, so I have three sons also. Okay. So with that being said, mm-hmm. um, it, the challenge is letting, letting, letting it be okay to show pain, emotion, and feeling. Right. Also. Because, I mean, we're taught not to really show emotion. Right. Toughen up. Right. Stop crying. Do this. Mothers do it to sons, especially right. in our this, community. We tough. And I mean, part of it is because she, you know, and I'm sorry, ladies, you might be mad at me, but y'all Uh-oh. not a daddy. Uh-oh, here we and go. And you can't play daddy's role and you can't have Father's Day. So right. just- you, you, First like, of all, that needs to stop. <laughs> that needs to, yeah, the, you know what I'm you saying? You're sending the wrong message to your sons. Right. And, and yeah. they and end daughters. up being the man of the house and being able to tell you what to do down the road. And then you get mad because daddy, anyway, we can go well, they on they be in an abusive relationship. Right. Because they're so used to strong women that they look at that as, right. as, as uh, continued love instead of, Wait a minute. You know, we, we do have to have some boundaries. some level of role establishment. Right, right. Not so much boundaries. I, I don't think marriage should be bound, should be like, you know, should be have boundaries. But I do think there has to be some role responsibility. Right. Whatever it is, role responsibility. As, is, long, as, as long as it's agreed upon. As long as it's in every, like, yeah, like almost like a draft. Right. Like, okay, how are we going to do this? Okay. I got bills. You got kids. Okay. Uh, I wash the car and do that stuff and you do the laundry. Okay. Uh uh, if the if the if the boys up the boys need a serious talk, I had that talk. If the girls need a serious talk, you had that talk. You know, you have to have some type of delegation of responsibility for roles. You have right. to for just to operate correctly. I mean, it's it's like running a house like a business. That's everybody exactly everybody plays. Is. Everybody plays. Their everybody position. has a job. Right. With a description. But as far as the sons show love, mm-hmm. 
is it, that was difficult for me as a dad to just show love to my son. Right. You know, like one of my sons, nicknamed Juicy. Everybody, his name is Christian, <laughs> but everybody know Juicy. Like Juicy is, the, he's the infamous. Right. Like especially like friends from when I first came to Georgia, Juicy is the infamous one. All right. So Juicy is an Aries, and he's very compassionate. So like even as a young dude, he'd be like, "Hey, Dad, I love you." I'd be like, "Okay, yeah, I love you too." <laughs> you like, what's wrong to do? Dad, can I have a hug? Why? What you want? What you do? I just want a hug. Okay. You know, back to what I'm, you know, I would just dismiss a lot of his emotion. Right. Which was the complete wrong thing to do. Right. You know, um, whereas now he's been consistent. So at 14, he's still that dude. You know, but I make sure I tell him I love him every day, kiss him on the head sometime. If he's hurting, I let him talk about it. I console him. You know, I tell him you ain't got to be the tough dude all the time. You know, if you know how to defend yourself, that's all you have to worry about is defending. You don't have to worry about fighting. You have to worry about defending. So that whole bravado and the culture of gladiator, you do, you got to take some of that off the table. Because if not, then they always feel like they got to fight. Right. And then these same young men are the ones who go into these relationships. Right. And then when they get angry, you know what they do? Fight. Because that's all they know. And that's where we get back to domestic violence being, a, you know, with teen dating violence. Right. We're talking about is one in four. One in four teens in a relationship is abusive. That's. Mm. You know, so give that outlet to your kids. Also, my people, black people, my black people and everybody else, but definitely y'all. Mental health is serious. It is. And, 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 and that's find out how if you if you have a child, do not do not dismiss the fact that your child may need help just by your own pride. And people do it a lot. They'll be like, ain't nothing wrong with my baby. That doc talking about my baby got ADHD. He ain't got ADHD. He just, he just bored. That, that was something that Kanye said in the, in the dialogue with uh, President Trump, Trump yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. But um, we have to, some people just need help. And we have to help them. Depression is serious. P- PTSD Dude, in the black community is oh, something. Oh, man. First of all, it is so much like I, I'm from L.A. I'm from, I'm from L.A., Los Angeles, right? Started in Chicago, moved to L.A. to give you an idea of the culture of the community. Right. By the time I was, I don't know, maybe 12. Yeah, maybe 12 years old. A dead, somebody shot to death didn't really do anything to me. Right. Like, where my kid, my 18-year-old daughter now, if she saw somebody cut with a butter knife, she's going to be like, oh, my gosh. You know, my sons can't even fathom the fact of that level of death publicly on the street. Why? Because they're not raised in that community. So all of those kids that are now adults or all those kids that are still in those situations, they do suffer from PTSD. Right. That is trauma. Like, as a man, it took... I, it took my wife to, to really change my mindset because I was overly comfortable in chaos. Comfortable in chaos. Like, I found comfort in chaos. When things weren't chaotic, I shut down. Right. It was no need for me to show up to work. Not literally, but, you know, like, I wouldn't work as hard if I'm not dealing with chaos. I, wouldn't, I, just, I would just be at ease. It'd be too easy. I think it was like I checked out. I clocked out. And the bad part is, if you're if you're too comfortable in chaos, uh, healthy and regular is boring. So you're always looking for chaos, right? And that's a bad place to be. That's hmm, that's 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 a. 
I, you know what? Never looked at it that way. And, and, and I think that <clears throat> unfortunately, you, got you know, our, ladies and- <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't well, think good. so. But, um, just like when you look at our, when you look at the black community in general, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We deal with like a couple years ago when you turn on the TV and another black guy is shot. Right. Right. That was nothing. It's nothing. That was nothing. We've been seeing it for ever. Right. Right. It's just now that other people are starting to are starting to I don't want to say embrace it, but they're starting to shed more light on it. Well, it's the age of modern technology, man. You know, right. like, thank God they had Facebook and stuff when I was in college. Start there, okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of questionable things going on. Thank God. But, uh, but when it comes out to media, now, any, this is a podcast, man. 20 years ago, it may not, we not have, we would not have this platform. We wouldn't have access to this stuff. Without a studio. To ha- right. Okay. You wouldn't have access to give your voice without a studio having a time slot for you. Right. And usually on an AM station that was really small that nobody really heard. Or heard or listened okay? to. Right. So, so the internet, the, the internet has opened it up to. Completely. Right. But now what's bad is now that PTSD is traveling through other communities because of that outlet. Right. So, like, now was at the point where not to, and I'm not saying, well, no, I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm not saying it to start a whole new dialogue on it, but where people getting shot by police officers is Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Like, nobody trips on Tuesday. You know, you're two days off your, 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 uh, your, 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 your weekend. weekend. You're two days into the week, so you didn't caught up from yesterday. Right. Tuesdays is the most chill day. I think that's why it's Taco Tuesday. Because everybody, <laughs> it's the ease of the relaxation. Right. Tacos are easy to do. You can make tacos in your house in 15, 20 minutes. It's easy to do. So by being a Tuesday, we are changing a culture of just taking the sensitivity out of death. You know, even with all these matches, like you got Parkland, you have Sandy Hook, you have Las Vegas, you have uh, what was it? Miami with the 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 alternative club. Right. Right. And. It's just another it's just another it's just another match, another match, another. And it's so casual. Right. As traumatic as it is, as traumatic as it is, it's just really casual. Right? right. And like I have I've gotten to the point where I really don't watch. I don't watch TV unless it's okay. sports, like specifically basketball or or But you don't watch the news. I do watch the news. Okay. <laughs> I do. Okay. Right? Because polit- like I like I like politics. I you know You like politics. Politics, okay. You know what I mean? I okay. I, I follow it. But even though you don't vote. See, I knew that was coming. That's why. I, that's why I paused. Didn't you see the pause? You saw the pause, right? Because I knew that was coming. Go ahead, man. It's just too easy. I know. You're like, you're like, it's, like I, this. it's like I served it up. Right. I was like, I'm the only one. Yeah. So right. That, that you have to pay attention. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Nah, you so good. You like good. Politics. You good. I like okay. politics. Um, and 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 I really only really got involved in it 
when, you know, for most black people, when Obama became okay. president. Right. So I've, a whole nother problem. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, it's just one of those things that I, I really try to limit what I take in. Right. right. To the gotcha. point where the same thing with my my son really doesn't watch like he really doesn't watch TV. Uh-huh. Like if he's on anything, it's YouTube gotcha. where he can choose what he wants. And, right. and nine times out of ten, it's some video game. Right. Right. So but video games are no, traumatic. No, no, they are. Dude, they're fun though. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so, no. Because listen, listen, I, I don't play video games all that much. Okay. Right. But like I'm talking likes, like a Grand Theft Auto. No, well, no, he doesn't play that. He plays Fortnite. I mean, that which, which is still that is you know, pretty. I mean, that's right? pretty tough, right? <laughs> Fortnite. The new one is is uh, For Honor, which is like they're all medieval, okay. like knights and samurais, war, and war, right? <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, it's Roblox and. Which is a whole nother issue. <laughs> My right. daughter's eight, and I, I, I think I'm going to ban her from Roblox. Well, I, I really because because she goes on TV and watches YouTube videos of, of Roblox. people playing. Right. Sometimes those are grown men who yeah. having grown men conversations. conversations. So you have to really, you know, be attentive. Right. 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 You know, and it's boring that- for a parent. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh. Okay, the Lego man walks. Let's do something else. Oh, you built a house with Legos. Here, you got 2,500 Legos on the floor. Impress right. me, build something for real. real right. Oh. But anyway. But I'm, all I was trying to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. So all I was trying to say is, is pretty much um, like television nowadays has so much. It doesn't matter what station you changed it's it. It's all violent. It's, it's just. So much violence, right. right? So I try and limit what I take in. I guess I have to watch all the video games and <laughs> stuff that he takes in, <laughs> right? But even not, nah, he goes and swims every boys. day. He's um, nine and eleven, both young, young, yes, young. They're still yes. boys. Yes. They may be young men, yet. right? Right. Um, and like Gavin, Gavin lives with me, right? Okay. My my oldest son lives with his mom. Okay. Um. But you know, we, I I make sure I get him out, go swim because he's he's a competitive swimmer. Okay. Um, you know, he has to do like two thousand meters. Okay. Almost a day, boy. Which is for for anybody who knows swimming, that's a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot of meters. <laughs> yeah. You that's know, a lot of um, that's almost five miles, isn't it? R- r- Something I don't like know. I, I ain't doing it. So yeah. <laughs> I understand. You know, so so monitoring what they do. Is and what I do, I feel like helps keep me away from some of those traumatic things. You know what I mean? Because right. you know, growing up, we had Terminator, uh, Predator. Mm-hmm. You know, but most of the stuff that we were able to see was in the movies, right? And on HBO, right? You know, it also wasn't as graphic, right? The gra- as it, the as it is now, content was n- not nearly up to the magnitude of the graphic visually. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember Mortal Kombat, like, come here, and he ripped the dude's head off. People <laughs> lost it. Right. They but, lost but it. But now we 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 up to to, to Mortal Kombat 10. Man, these kids shake like... <laughs> I'm like, what is that? <laughs> uh, help me. Help me. I'm like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I mean, Dude, it's real death. Like they be shooting like ah ah ah. I'm like, this is a movie. Like 
They got full length commercials for video games. Right. And 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 you can see how that contributes to how they interact with violence. Right. So <laughs> so to kind of go back to what we were talking about, like how 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 do we prevent like our boys, but even our girls for ending up on the wrong side of that domestic violence behavior. Um, one is just be ears for the voice. Be, be, be just great ears for the voice. Your, the voice of your child will tell you so much if you listen to them. I learned, I just learned yesterday, my eight-year-old talked about something about a girl taking a girl picture of naked and putting it on Facebook, Instagram. I, my head was like, boom. I'm like, wait a minute now. Let's bring this all the way back. You're eight years old. She was like, yeah, it was on Roblox. I'm like, oh, that game is about to be out the house, so we'll get to that. <laughs> but um, just be the ears for the voice and be able to communicate it, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, you also have to be transparent. They have to see your vulnerabilities, especially as a black father. Black sons, they have to see your vulnerabilities. And you have to show compassion. You have to show some element of emotion. You have to. And it's really tough for me at 45. I'll be 46 in a couple of weeks. To change how I've been. For so long. For so long. And it's so I still deal with my own personal challenges to the point where now I'm compelled, which I'm glad you keep asking this question because you're about to be on this committee. Um, I'm going is- to figure, <laughs> figure out something. I don't know if I'm going to do my own nonprofit or if I'm a partner with another one, mm-hmm. but I want to talk to middle school boys about uh, domestic violence, um, uh, enthusiastic consent, enthusiastic consistently reminded consent. Mm-hmm. Um, just things that just make them better humans in the cause of even womenhood because women do so much. Okay. You know, uh, we are different, but we need each other because if there were no women, it would be no men. Right. And, uh, and then the population would drastically. <laughs> drop. And, and, and believe it or not, technology is taking the dad out the father. I mean, the, the father off the table more and more every day. I mean, a woman can go into a bank and cash in and be like, okay, I want a kid that's got light skin, green eyes, whatever. Uh, and take that back home and let, let it ride, you know, ride out in the oven for nine months and have no man present and be completely comfortable if she wants. Right. So we have to do a better job of not only making our present stance, but I mean, our, our, our presence uh, and right. our stance, but we have to do a lot better at being supportive. And that includes with the children. Mm-hmm. We have to do that with our sons. We have to let them know that it is our job to, to not only be gentlemen, like, yeah, you know, do be like, yeah, my son, he opens up doors. He should. My son does this. He should. If not, then you're not that type of man that talks about your character. If a woman you say you love, you let the door go in her face. I mean, you a cold dude. Right. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't even do it for a stranger, let alone somebody who I, who I say is my wife. You know, so the, it would just be the dialogue, man. But I want to start like a nonprofit for middle schoolers. Maybe not start a partner with one and we go in there and we have those serious talks with them. Okay. So you mentioned nonprofit. So there isn't a, a, a nonprofit sector to there is an event? We do not have one. And okay. a lot of it was the fact that I didn't want it to be the same thing. Right. You know, like we already teach, like at first we were going to do our girls program as a nonprofit, but it's the same thing. <laughs> you know, it's just easy to just go ahead and keep that all profitable and come up with something else. The love me pain free. We had kind of like started doing something with that. I think my brother kind of launched it like a mini foundation, um, but we didn't really have 
the, the concept completely covered before we dove into that. Right. So this right here is going to be, it's a passion where I feel like I could burn a candle on both ends. Gotcha. So if I could get young men to do, to be better and I could get uh young women to recognize what is better. Right. Then I'm changing the numbers. I love this change the numbers thing. I'm changing the numbers. Right. Write that down. We already got it. <laughs> we already got it. We already got it. I love it though. But yeah, so that, that, that would be my advice, you know, mm-hmm. And I tell my son, I tell my sons, I love them all the time, you know, uh, which was new for me. You know, I, I, I would say it reactively or, you know, like, good night. But I'm, I constantly make decisions to say I love you in the mornings and at night. Right. Every day. You know right. what I'm saying? So just about, I guess that's it. You know, changing yourself. What, what would you have? Were you, were you raised in the house with your dad? Yes. Okay. My, my, my parents are still together. Well, amen. Day. Won't they do it? <laughs> uh, but, you know, but even in that, I'm willing to bet that you had some positive and some negative takeaways. True. So, you know, it's just about changing the culture for the better and not the worse. Right, right, right. Yeah. Ah. So, you know what? There's something I caught wind of in, in, in a little research. So you're making your second trip to Kuwait. What? How, how did that <laughs> even happen? Well, uh, Kuwait of all places. Okay, so her name is uh, Balsam Alayud. Her and her sister are Olympic fencers in Kuwait. Okay. So one thing about them, they came from a very uh, prominent family. And in so many terms, they bucked the system. They're like, this is how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I understand this how you want it, but this is how it's going to be. Almost in, in resemblance, but not doing a direct comparison to Venus and Serena in the tennis world. Right. Okay. So, uh, bless you. So, <laughs> uh, you had to edit that bless you out. Uh, <laughs> so, so, they had had a program in place to do something similar to provide all these different resources for young girls, especially like the 11 to 18 realm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they had a company they did a self-defense program with, but last year they called us like maybe I would say October 1st or October 2nd, relatively. And they said, well, we found you on the internet, which was a blessing in itself. And we want to hire you to come to Kuwait in four weeks. What? First of all, who are you? Mm-hmm. Kuwait in my map says war zone Muslim area. <laughs> you want me to sit and, and only women can go? So you want me stand who? You know, and, and I went back and forth. I prayed a lot, which is also really good. I don't know what your religion may be or whatever your motivation is, but you should have some level of spiritual and meditation connection with yourself. Right. Just in general energy of nothing else. But anyway, I prayed on a lot and I was willing to take the shot. And my wife went out there. And Sky, who I mentioned earlier, they she taught the class. And in those classes, they taught over 600 women from 32 different countries, mm. including the Kuwaiti Women's Police Force. Mm. So that's why we go in Like, Because to me, <laughs> like, when I, when I came across that, it was kind of str- because, let's be real. Hey. Over there, women are really, like, yeah, I would say not in Kuwait, but in the Middle East. I right, right. Kuwait is more progressive. Okay, yeah. okay. Like now, when I- Saudi, it's a different game. Like I think women just been able to drive in the last year mm-hmm. in Saudi. You know, so that that in itself was that kind of <laughs> right. I'm like because when you hear most things about just. I broadly say the Middle East in general, right. right? Women are treated like way less than you're just an object. They said or, in Asia, right? In some parts of, of, of Orient Asia, they say the same true, thing. True. 
Uh. But the reason why we're going back, because they did such a great job the first time that they got us coming back. Gotcha. And I think we're going to, but I also think that it impacted so many girls for them that it's great to be a part of a, a, a paradigm shift in culture. Mm. It's fantastic to be a part of that. And it's something that was created as a brainchild. Like it came out of here. Mm-hmm. And you see it come to fruition where now you're making an impact on social change in a country that's nowhere near you. Right. So that's my. I mean, that's amazing. Because, I, I mean, that's that's amazing to me because like you started, you didn't realize that it would reach that far. I didn't know what I was doing at the time. Right. When I started it, it was, I'm going to teach some girls when I can, teach some women when I can. Right. So, so you know, kind of loop back to the business art, business part of it. Right. Like, how did, how, how did you, because you said your background was in marketing. That is correct. Right. So how did you, how did you mesh the two together? Because I think the hardest thing for most, like, just startups is the marketing piece. Um. I would agree and disagree. Um, I would agree that it's hard because we don't educate ourselves on our customer. Mm-hmm. My wife has a thing called finding your Sylvia, where you actually describe who your demographic is. So like my demographic, her name is Jennifer. Jennifer is between 30 and 35. She's either a C-level or an E-level executive or has a very... Uh, substantiate amount of money almost in an entrepreneurship world. Mm-hmm. She believes in a women's movement. She believes in girlfriend unity. She believes in empowerment. She also may be married or may not be married with a child or maybe not. Well, because I have, I got a person, my marketing dollars that I would have to spend are slowly starting to come into a situation where it's a funnel of ease. Mm-hmm. So now if I spend this much money only trying to get Jennifer, mm-hmm. if I still reach Barbara, who's over here in 50, and I reach, you know, uh, Cece, because that's my daughter's nickname, at the age of eight by just marketing to Jennifer, I'm still winning. Right. So a lot of times marketing is such a headache because we're trying to market to women and girls. Who are you, who's your market? Black people. Okay, well, I'm a market to black people. You know how many black people are there? You know how many cultures of black people, people there, there are, are in black people? Right? Yep. You know what I mean? So you have to be real careful with that. And that's where we sometimes abuse ourselves. Right. So I wouldn't say the marketing background helped that. The marketing background helped me once I designated my client to know how to market to her. Okay. So <clears throat> what do you think, what do you, what do you think is the mistake that a lot of startups are making? Um Especially in our community? Specifically in our community. <laughs> uh, on the job training. Explain. We we'll start an IT company because we know how to put together a computer. Mm-hmm. And we may have one cert certification. Right. But there are 25 others out there that we really need because we say we do those services. So now we got to learn those services mm-hmm. to do the service that we're selling. Right. You put the cart before the horse. How you expect it to progress forward? Right. The horse is not not gonna put his head down and push it. True. When have you ever seen a horse push? Never. Horses pull. Right. So if you put the cart before the horse, you're damaging yourself in that aspect. Gotcha. So you know, I would say learn your demographic. 
Okay. Yeah. That's my best piece of advice for business. Learn, learn, get your information, be educated yourself, and learn your client. I think you I think you you're in a win-win scenario. I don't think you will lose. If you do know what you're doing and you do and you have the credibilities to show it, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you know who you're marketing to, I don't see how you can lose. I think I think some people just when they hit those roadblocks, they get discouraged and then and then they don't pursue it with as much passion. That's how they I feel like that's how they tend to lose. I th- oh, see. So that's called instant gratification. Right. So because they not they they don't see the W, they they'll fall off. Right. Well, that's that's a culture thing that we have instant gratification issues. Hence why people get tax refunds, first of all. Right. They get it. Right. And then you've been broke for six months and now you got half the money you've had all year and you broke in six days. Right. It's amazing. It's 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 crazy. But a lot of that comes with education. Once again. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> your clientele in that case is yourself. Right. You know you can't afford to get you and your two sons Jordans. True. Why would you do it? Well, I don't, but. Not you per se. Why would <laughs> no. you do that? You know, no, you do it because you, you enjoy chaos. You're comfortable in chaos. You're comfortable in chaos. <laughs> That's why. All right. So <laughs> we about to wrap up here. Right. Well, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna wrap no, up. No, we can wrap so, up. So no 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 no. no, no, I, no. Yeah, we got a little time. We good. <laughs> so I mean we covered a lot, especially with 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 uh this month being uh domestic, domestic violence awareness month. But um let's let's just freestyle a little bit. I thought we've been doing that. Well, <laughs> Well, you know, I've been I've been gently steering Bro, the conversation. Wrong, man. I, I think we touched on a lot of stuff. You know, we touched on where you know how domestic violence is impacted in households, how fathers can be better fathers to change the dialogue of of, of domestic violence. We talked about how uh, the culture of acceptance when it comes to violence against women needs to be changed. Mm-hmm. Um, we've discussed you know premises of starting businesses, what we think there are the flaws of business. How business can grow. We've discussed a lot. Yeah, we have. Okay, maybe sound like freestyle. Maybe we'll wrap up then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, we go back anyway. Oh, we did talk about that. We did talk about that. (laughs) Jokes in the middle. All right, Cole. So, so tell uh, tell everybody where we can find you. Me, you sound so unhappy. You, I say for five more minutes, man. Oh, this, yeah, you, you hey, sound so sad. Listen, it will. Okay, Cole. I enjoy it. Like, listen, these. Just these, tell everybody where they can find listen, you, Cole. Cla- Clarissa can tell you. Clarissa can tell you, right? Because she's I known me a while with you, too. Man. I pick with people. Like, <laughs> I, I love, I love these interactions, right, which right, is part you. of the reason why you do I it. started it. Dope. You know what I mean? So why'd you start it? <laughs> for what we were talking about earlier, as far okay. as you know, creating a. a a nation, so to say. Okay. Um, the Black Republic. Yes, the Black Republic. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you had to whisper that in there. Though. Sometimes you got to be petty. Uh, listen, Black Republic. Yeah. Jay-Z and Nas, they had that song. Thank oh, you. So okay. I, I, I'll embrace it. They did. <laughs> but, like, I just want us to win. All right. Okay, so I just want I so, just want us to win. So, I mean, we're, we've, we've been making strides. What things can we implement to win? For one, it does start with the family. Okay. We need to get our families whole. How? What do we do? What 
What okay. Re- reading men are from Mars, and 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 actually sitting down and having having like Dialogue. the transparent, open com- because there are so many times where we have only the. Kind of I you I, no, it's not you. I thought something so stupid in my head that I'm to say it off offline. <laughs> But I, it just where'd you say it? I'm sorry, but right. it's not against you. But we we have the superficial conversations, right? But we don't have. So give me. I mean, like, so I'm a guy who I love the concept that you have. Mm-hmm. What are my instructions? What are my instructions to do your cause? What is my What are my instructions? Number one, what do I do? Well, number one, it's it's getting your team together and being more involved with your community and having a collective spirit. And when I say collective spirit, I mean your divas and defense, right? If I know someone who needs your services, I'm going to point them in your direction first, right? Why? You haven't even taken a class. Where's my credibility? Because I'm black? Well, that's 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 one thing. That's a terrible. It, it, it is. It, no, no, black no, not, hate not doing business with black people. But see, okay, <laughs> I I hear what you're saying. Okay, right. But then there's the white establishments. Okay, that treat you just as bad, and, and they constantly get do overs and retries and whatnot. Yeah. Like when it comes to dealing with 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 black folks in business, you got to understand everybody's not going to be perfect. So when that first one that you come across and they're not all that good, that don't mean you run the other way. Gotcha. So, right? So that's part of being, that's part of dealing with your collective. Okay. So is, is your mindset more, this is going to sound confusing. I, I can do a little bit more if need be. Is your mindset more separatism or unity? It's unity. It's not okay. separatism. So it's, but- it's not Wakanda. It's what Wakanda end up being afterwards. Okay, so you're not pretty much just not saying, trying to close off, right? Because I thought earlier when we talked about the Republic, N- see, we in this big old dome. Of nah, black nah, okay. not like, okay. not like that. It's, well, it's 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 unity. Gotcha. So in that case, what uh, I love what you, I love the concept, but one of the other issues sometimes which is difficult for me, and I, and that's why I've been so delayed in my movement for the young men mm-hmm. is because it goes back to the education piece. Like I have to have a certain amount of content information and understanding before I go talking on it. Right. Why? Because it's hard to support a cause and not know the how. Right. It, one of the most, most impactful things of the black lives matter movement that was so, eh, was so impactful to me was when they had the Black Lives Matter thing at a Hillary Clinton uh, speaking engagement. They like, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. They screaming. So she's like, okay, y'all just let me finish talking and I'll address it. Black Lives Matter. This girl's like, Black Lives Matter. She said, okay, stop everything. What can I do to help? What do you need done? What, what is it? Well, Black Lives Matter. Okay, what's the cause? What's the solution? What are we working towards? What do you need? Right. Well, we need police to stop shooting black people. But that's not. What do you need? Right. What can I what can I do to help you? The girl was so damn dumbfounded that that right there showed me a lot of our culture. We get out there and we scream about injustice. 
We get out there and we scream about doing business with blacks. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, a lot of times we don't have a plan. Right. Why? We love instant gratification and we live in chaos. Right. So the plan is everything. That's the education piece and knowing your customer I talked about earlier. That's your plan. Right. Just because you got money don't mean you're going to be good at business owner. True. Just because it's a thousand car washes and, and you haven't seen one close on me, yours ain't going to, it's going to be profitable. Right. <laughs> Baby, well, I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> nah, you good. You good. That's. I think I'm. And run into my uh, time. I don't know what it is. <laughs> nah, you good. Um, what else? What else? Boy, you just knocked me off. Not a problem, brother. I forgot where I was going. It's, it's, <laughs> so just say what we need to do is we need to uh, come up. I would challenge you mm-hmm. to come up with at least uh, a four-step plan mm-hmm. of engagement, to further your cause. Well, we're kind of doing that now. No problem. Because um, we have a couple a couple initiatives that we're we're putting together. Perfect. I love um, it. One is called uh, Carbon Principles, which we're Donald don't don't get mad. No, I'm, don't, I'm don't letting some of the things out. Right. Stay tuned. Right. So we got Carbon Principles and another uh, another um, another event that we're trying to work out details on called the drop. Okay. Right. Cause I mean, our, our, um, our industry, so to say is, is clothing, you know, apparel, accessories, stuff like that. Um, so there's, like I said, there's a few things coming down the pipeline that we're, we're working on that. So I guess I, I wasn't I, supposed to let it out the bag no, yet, that's but right. sometimes you gotta let some of it out. You know? <laughs> so, so, but it's it's in it's in um in the steps of defining those Perfect. you know that, that's those steps. black folks need to stop doing being scared to share your ideas being scared to share black people tell me all the time like, that's true I got an idea but you know I don't want you to steal it I right. tell them you name somebody that you know who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. That somebody stole their idea and made one million dollars. Yeah, doesn't happen quite often. Do you know anybody who knows somebody? I I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Uncle Nearest. What's my man name? Uncle Nearest. That's uh, the 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 whiskey for Jack Daniels, the slave owner of the slave that taught Jack Daniels how to make whiskey. That's pretty much it. Right. And he got his own wine now. He didn't hear for it, but you know his family looked it up. But anyway. It doesn't happen. Share. Right. You also can't get help. But the, I, I mean, and that's another. <laughs> yeah. Black folks get help. Yes. Chloe helps me. Get help. Help is needed. I help Chloe. Help. That's all it's about. You know, and, and, and it pushes it pushes everybody's things forward. Love it. Right. So that's and that's. We got it. The summation of the conversation. <laughs> get, help. get help. All right. Get help. That's uh, it. <laughs> all right. So. Now, okay. Where can we be found? <laughs> where can you be found? See, <laughs> <laughs> so you sound so much happier that time. Last time he's like, "So, uh, hey, tell us where they can I, find." I you. be enjoying. I be enjoying man. these conversations. I understand, man. man. Uh, the company once again is Divas Plural D I V A S. Middle word is I N, which is in defense. Divas in defense dot com. Divas in defense on all social media platforms. Um, we have 
one thing I didn't mention, which I, since it's business of black, I say this really quick. We actually had um, a young lady uh, named Kimberly who had came to one of my classes with her sister Dawn years ago. And she enjoyed my class so much. She like really pushed me to like train her to teach people self-defense. Mm. And at the time it seemed like such a headache, but in retrospect, she helped us make one of the best decisions we ever could because since that time we've trained probably 60, we've certified probably 60 trainers and maybe 20 something States, two or three other countries. I mean, like we got a trainer in Bermuda. Uh We got a trainer, you know, Bermuda who got self-defense trainers in Bermuda. I mean, it's closer than Kuwait. It's, but we hope that Kuwait don't have one soon, but they're going to get one too. They're going to get tired of paying us to come. Uh, but um, so, you know, it, it, it's good to be open to change. Mm-hmm. And uh, she really helped us be that far in the game where like now we're like a an a international brand, man. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, getting global. That's it. Going to China. You know, we go wherever, the, you know, wherever we hire. We're a for-profit. Oh, okay. And, uh, <laughs> the, web, the, the phone number is 844-B-FIERCE. That's 844-B-E-FIERCE or 844-233-4372. It'd be so hard. You don't know your number, man. I need to hit man. the dots. Well, I know our Atlanta number is 404-946-9954. I got that one. All right. That's what's up. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Whoa. That's, that's, that's a soul clap. Hey, no doubt. <laughs>